0: all right we're back for round two hopefully nick can hear me i can i can hear you You
1: can hear me yes i can i could hear you pretty much then <laughs> so on my end basically it just went silent that's so weird so
0: um yeah because there was a moment that it went
1: yeah you know what
0: because you were the first like hey are you there and you couldn't hear me and then i couldn't I maybe you unplugged or something. I couldn't hear you. I turned off my Bluetooth, like, because I'm on my wired headphones right now. Worried that it was picking up
1: like my AirPods. I don't know, man. Look, you know, we're recording this on Anchor, and if so, let's just we should just continue, and this can be version two. But I would just say that anyone listening, um, (laughs) anyone else having problems because Connor and I are trying to do a podcast using Anchor, which. It promises to be the the second coming of podcasting uh, technology, and it's not working for us. <laughs> so yeah, it's either, been pretty frustrating. It's been a frustrating three weeks. It has. And, you know, it's, we are both product builders. We are entrepreneurs and founders. And when you build a product, in the end, it's not the user's fault, especially when we're not doing anything to – I mean, we're simply talking on this – on using the technology and it just somehow shuts down so what's the problem anchor (laughs) yeah this has been frustrating yeah very frustrating
0: all right well let's jump back in the topic because hopefully i can take the first session and just tie it right into the second session
1: That Uh, awesome so my question to you connor is (laughs) um recently uh news has come out that um travis kalanick who was the one of the original founders of uber and you know i we don't need to rehash all his bad drama in the last couple of years but long story short he is now starting a a new venture fund he um will be cashing out of uber for roughly 1.4 billion dollars that's he's selling like a third of his ownership something like that and um or maybe less and some but he is selling enough to have about a billion and a half dollars and he's starting an investment fund my question to you is would you take money from him with all that he has the history of and just his the the like what the market thinks of him and how you what you've read even though you might not know him would you take money from someone like that with everything that comes with it (laughs) i i have gone back and forth kind of the whole evening thinking about
0: this and in the end I'm I'm probably leaning towards yes I would take the money because his experience of how he what he's learned through growing Uber is going to be very valuable advice that very few people can provide
1: mm-hmm.
0: and because he's just writing a check and he's going to be kind of more of an advisor role than you know, have doing the right thing in your company is still on you as the CEO. And so, yes, he's not the, a great person and he has a lot of bad raps, but there are a lot of people in Silicon Valley that are writing checks right now that have done just as terrible things, if not worse. Um, and so, yeah, I I think deep down, like if, if he was going to write my company a check, and And especially if I needed the check, then yes, I'd probably take it for his expertise um, which deep down in my gut I don't feel good about
1: saying this, but I think that yes, I probably would take the money but what, what would you what would you do yeah yeah I'm, I'm gonna go with the opposite I, I just don't think I would, and I think it's just um you know of course everything that you just said is is accurate you know he he and others a small group were responsible for growing one of the most successful companies of recent of recent time in the especially the technology world and yet I just I wouldn't given that it's a signal that it will repel quite a few others that could possibly want to you know invest in you or be a partner um, I think it's just dude the tide's changing and you know this today's women's international women's day And, you know, the power and the movement around that and, you know, basically as doing business with certain individuals that have a history of not appreciating uh, that population, it's really going to send a strong signal to a lot of people. So, I think from that standpoint, I just, I wouldn't. And, you know, um, even though I would, you know, need it or thinking that, you know, he has some insights, I think I just wouldn't take the check.
0: Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see. I mean there there are I think plenty of people in in the valley who are just going to take the money. Yeah. Um but but yeah what kind of role so there's no doubt he's going to write checks. He's got too much money. Um I I I don't know if this is all his personal money or if it's coming from other places but I mean he's going to deploy that money no doubt and it'll be very interesting to see kind of what that does for his startups reputations that join him.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, it's it's an interesting yeah, it sounds like it's all it's all his right now. It might end up being more. Uh, but um for sure he's gonna write checks and for sure he's you know, I'm sure he'll there's enough money there that one will be a nice bet with some company and he'll probably do well. But yes, um, you know, it's just a matter of you know, in the end, I totally agree with you that he has insight. Um, but I think in today's world it's, it's not only who you are and what you do, but it's, like, who's associated with you and who's behind your company. Um, people will make a judgment on that. So. Oh, yeah. You make very valid points. Very valid points.
0: Uh, so, speaking of giving things away, I guess, guess he's not really giving things away. Uh, but I ate at this restaurant in South Lake Union the, this last week, and it was called Venison Pho and Grill. It's on the edge of Westlake, like just south of Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. And um, they, they have this random acts of kindness program. And they will give you a free bowl of pho in exchange for a random act of kindness. That's cool. And they, they won't even ask you about it, right? Like it's, it's full honor system, right? Like if you did something nice or you plan to do something nice, you can just ask for a free bowl of pho. And they will give it to you. Uh, And I thought that was absolutely like an incredible initiative. And so after I learned about that, um, I sent a DM to the business owner and some of their managers. And I had a short conversation with them in the store. And these guys just, I think, are thinking about how they are serving the customer, specifically in South Lake Union, in, in a different way. They're also in Kent's. And, right, they they really understand that you don't make that much money on a customer until the second, third, fourth, fifth time right. the customer shows up. So, for them to give away a free bowl of pho, maybe they charge $8 for the bowl of pho. It, it, let's just say it probably costs them $2 in total product. Um, That doesn't include the overhead of the employees and everything. But $2 to make the pho. And they will just eat that $2 kind of as a marketing expense because they believe in their product and they hope that if someone enjoys the time there, they will actually come there and buy a second and a third and a fourth bowl and bring their teammates in their friends, their family, uh, whoever it is, which will spend even more money. And I just like fell in love with this business. Um, and I thought the food was really good. It's all sustainability focused. And so I just kind of want to know, Nick, what is your idea? Uh, Maybe I'm not sure if you have any experience. just the idea of giving away free food to this first-time customer. And do you think that's a good
1: idea? Or do you think people are going to abuse something like this? If there was a way to track accurately the um, first, first customer experience versus every other repeat experience, I think it's an incredible thought. Because think about this for a second. The whole old school, like, you know, um, the uh, loyalty programs of 10, you know, after 10 stamps, you get one free. Yeah. Like frickin 10 visits. That's so many. But it's also what were your it's this is reversing the equation and saying, hey, we know that you've never tried our food before. We believe it in so much that we want to give you a free first try because we know you will come back if you like it. And we know that you would be a normal customer. And it's an interesting, it's essentially utilizing marketing spend in just a different way. And I think I actually think it's genius. And you give people when they're most skeptical, you give them the easiest way to test your food. And then from there, they're like, yeah, of course, I'll pay for it because I think it's great. And I don't want to, you know, we all like repeat consumers usually for convenience. And so I actually really like I like the concept.
0: Yeah, I just thought I just thought no one else in the city is is brave enough a to do something like that. Um, yes, I I said in my Instagram story, brave but just kind to do that, right? Like they're mm-hmm. just taking it's a big risk, especially in the restaurant environment here in Seattle. Like there's a lot of turnover, rent is really expensive. You kind of have to make your dollars really quickly, and so to say like you know, we're going to eat it for the first couple of months so we can make sure as many people try our food as possible. Uh, I just, I thought that was very admirable. And I, you know, I couldn't wait to tell their story. Right. And I think
1: it's interesting because it's a, it would be really, you know, over six months or a year to track the results and see if they're up or down. And, um, you know, there's not, it's not so easy to do A-B testing in these environments, but dude, my gut feeling is they actually come out with a more successful business uh, if it's able to be m- tracked appropriately. And so you're not, you know, random people aren't coming in or people aren't coming in for the third and fourth time with a new server saying, it is my first time. Yes. You know, that would be the only, you know, if there's a way to uh, track that, I think it, that's a successful plan.
0: Yeah. And I, there'll be a few people who abuse it, of course, but hopefully people don't. Um, yeah.
1: All right. So man, this this kind of falls into uh the next thing which um i'll tell you right now man i with founders live if people are listening to this and they don't know what it is just google founders live and check it out but uh if you go to founderslive.com you'll start to understand what we're doing but we hold events in various cities around the country and the world actually and you know i was down in portland um recently for an event there and we, our events have, they're basically pitch competitions. And so early stage startups, we, we choose up to five to, um, compete basically. And they have 99 second pitches with a four minutes of Q and a with the audience. We cycle through the five presenters. And then in the end, the crowd votes on which one they thought was the best pitch of the night and a company called AllGo won the event in Portland. And all go. So their website is, can we all go? And basically, it's Yelp for fat people. And that's when she stood up. Her opening statement of her pitch was, "Hi, we're all go. We are Yelp for fat people, and we are building a a platform and a community so that people of large size can actually." essentially find out about the places that they're going to go to, to hold meetings or go to a restaurant or whatnot. Can they actually go and feel comfortable? And I'm telling you, man, this woman had so much courage to get up on stage and pitch her idea, basically building a system that people of large size. And I'm talking about, dude, she was like tremendously overweight. Yeah. But but she is an incredible person, dude. And um, she won and wow oh how, how amazing is that and it, dude she is i guarantee they're going to be successful they are going she is going to leverage this ma- this power of people that dude as me and you don't know they they struggle and they struggle big time they don't even they don't feel comfortable going to a coffee shop if they don't know that there's a place that they can actually fit in yes and that is insane dude so um it was an absolute striking experience. Um, and I actually, so she actually won and I did an interview with her. I I actually recorded a founders live conversations interview with her the next day. And we talked a lot about this and how she's gone through this change and just totally has strength to go and change the world. Like it's incredible. So it was just amazing, man. That was just my experience of the week that just totally impacted me.
0: Yeah. I think that's amazing. Like there's there's so i mean there's so much going on in the media now about like fat shaming and all this and and i just really respect someone embracing it and just saying like i'm i'm gonna go in a different direction and try to solve the problems in a different way right and provide a service that will appeal to all these people and it's it's saying hey we're accepting you for who you are but we're gonna solve this other problem well and look,
1: Um, it, it was like it made me realize you know Look, I'm very healthy and, you know, I'm thin and, you know, I don't, I have no idea the the problems and the stress and the possible, um, you know, just emotions that are involved when someone literally is like, I don't know if I can go to that restaurant because I won't fit in those chairs. And I know people out there that are listening or like that have that problem. And um, what has been at least put in front of me is, it, it now is, I'm thinking about that, about mm-hmm. other people. And not only that, dude, but but who are we to tell them, oh, you know what, you just need to lose weight and and you need to fit in our world. Yes. Dude, that's not, I mean, we need to start thinking about whether it's race, you know, um, sexual orientation, and then body size. There just has to be ways that we need to help uh, accept those people. And a lot of it is like the size of the chairs or the way that the, the restaurants laid out. Um, you know, and, and, you know, I struggle with this because I'm a huge fitness and wealth, like believer or fitness and health believer of, you know, living a healthy lifestyle. But if you, if you can, for some reason, um, you know, these are, this is what all go is going to bring to the world is a recognition that, Oh, geez, maybe we should actually consider the people of large size.
0: Yes. Definitely. So, so what is it? Cause I know I'm, I visited their website and it says get our beta. Is it an app? Is it a website?
1: Yeah. So um, right now it's just a basic website, but they are building out this app that, and I think it's actually going to be a, a responsive uh, web app as well, but basically it's going to be crowdsourcing, crowd crowdsourcing a lot of this information about local places that essentially it's like, what you know taking the pictures of the place she she was saying how she goes to like yelp or other places to look at the pictures of the booths inside the restaurant in the coffee shop that can she even actually go there yeah so um it'll just be crowdsourced photos information um people basically talking about it's like yelp for that so they'll be saying like you know um their experiences at these places, whether it's you know their the uh, uh, accessibility or the quality of the staff, and did they treat her well, yeah, or treat him well. So uh, I was telling her, I'm like, this is gonna shift the whole, like once this gets big, you don't think large companies and brands are gonna want to be seen in favorable of this population? Yeah, definitely. And I'm like, dude, you, I think you get to this a big enough group, like this thing could really have impact in the world. So um, so that that's the original, like the original concept is just a place where you can go like Seattle, Washington or Portland, Oregon, and you pull up places that you are comfortable going to or that have been reviewed that provide you information of like, can you actually fit there and what's the experience like?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
1: very interesting. So what do you think stood out about the company? Why why did the people of Portland vote for all go? Um, not only is it, meeting a need that is not served in the market but she wrapped a great story she told you know i talk about this a lot of storytelling she told a story or at least wrapped emotion in a story into her pitch and she landed it well and it was like i mean with founders live and with the pitches the successful ones basically pull out a problem and offer a solution in a very quick way and everyone was yeah. like oh dude that of course why is that not in the world so that's why that's why she won
0: that's fantastic yeah. that's so cool i'm so excited to see kind of where they go and i mean when they launch this app um to see our, our her name is it's not alexandra rebecca right yeah rebecca
1: alexander does she have a her own like web profile kind of about her telling her story i don't know yet um i don't know and that she, i mean this is fairly new in the last like Six, eight months, so um I think she's still trying to get that going. I mean we actually recorded a a thirty about forty thirty five to forty minute interview. It's gonna be very very uh, very great quality and it that'll come out on founders live, but I don't know I don't know her social profiles right now, so um, not really sure much on you know finding her or whatnot, but um, you can dig a little bit if you want
0: yeah, I'm looking at her Instagram account right now actually, and I see. Um, six days ago, they posted a a picture with you having the interview with her. (laughs) Excellent. Yeah. Well, founders Mm -hmm. live today for a young company story, dude. This is fantastic. Such cool, like empowering thing.
1: I'm so I'm, I'm pumped for her. I'm so pumped for her. It's so cool. It's great. Well, that is the end of
0: catching up, Nick. Thank
1: you so much for uh, chatting with
0: me on this special Thursday night edition. Absolutely. Is there anything you want to leave?
1: Are a few listeners with yeah hey, well you know i just want to thank anchor for only cutting out once and <laughs> <laughs> allowing us to finish at least so you know we'll, we'll see if next week it'll actually be you know clean in just one one episode but um it, everyone you know if, you, if you're listening to this on founders live well you're already on there but if you're not on founders live check it out and um you'll see a lot more cool stuff uh from other entrepreneurs on there Yes. Founders Live,
0: thank you very much. Anchor, thank you very much. Everyone else out on the internet for listening to us on your iPhone or your Android phone. We appreciate you. Enjoy the rest of your evening, night, morning, whatever it is. And we'll see you next Friday. All right. See you later. See ya.